let's get back to the Connor Happer Show on 1620 The Zone. Here comes the clown. Many people are wondering how the NFL coaching carousel has basically come and gone. And there Mike Vrabel sits at home on his couch or, I don't know, maybe on a workout bike or something like that. Who knows? Uh, Diana Russini has this to offer on why that might be the case. She was asked about Vrabel on the athletic football show, and she said, quote, I don't think there was a fit for him. I don't think he sat in front of any owner who thought that his style was going to work for what they were looking for. I had a GM at the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me that Vrabel, about Vrabel's physical build, that he's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to people in an organization that are going to be a part of these decisions. And that is a factor, end quote. No, it's not. Why do you say that, Josh? Why are you so summarily dismissive? I don't. Well, first of all, that's illegal. Second of all, (laughs) (laughs) Mike Vrabel is 6'4", 261. He'll be coaching a lot of other people. He's a big guy. Who are 6'4", 261. Yeah, they're not used to it. They're used to tiny baby coaches. Yeah, Gerard Mayo in New England is 6'1", 250. They hired a tiny baby coach. They're used to guys like Sean McVay. Yeah. Mike McDaniel running around. They're like, yeah, I've, I can handle these guys. Jim Harbaugh. We get along better. He's smaller than me. 216. But Mike Vrabel, very big, very intimidating, has a style, is a very good football coach, but maybe not so good of a football coach to where I'm willing to ignore the fact that He's so intimidating to the players that he has on his own team. Back in my day, Josh, being an intimidating coach used to be a good thing. And now you have to be a tiny baby boy Andy to be a football Reed. coach. Yeah, big, not intimidating. You don't think that's intimidating? No, I don't I don't think Andy Reid is intimidating. No, I don't think take so a at che- all. Take a He's che- on a commercial talking about nuggies. Take a nugget from him. No. Take a nuggie from him. Nah. You you don't want that Andy running Reed's at you. Andy Reid's a teddy bear. You a- don't want that running at you. Andy Reid's a teddy bear. Andy Reid's a teddy bear. Well, you look at all the NFL coaches right now. The well, question, yeah. is Andy Reid a teddy bear? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's coming back like 95% yes. He's a big old teddy bear. He's a softie. Mike Vrabel? No way. He's still a chicken nugget from that guy. You're going, it's going to be trouble for you. I guess NFL teams just don't want a coach willing to cut off their own appendages for a Super Bowl. That's very intimidating, too. <laughs> He's going to cut off his own genitalia if they win a Super Bowl. I don't want to hire um, him. I don't, I don't want to have to wild, hold him to that. Well, that and he's just so much of a wild card. I don't know what this guy's going to do. Wait for Ryan Day to get fired. Um, I can't believe that was a real thing that got said on a podcast by a real person who is actually a respectable NFL reporter. I I really like Diana Rossini, and I respect her reporting, but this is an instance of 
you didn't have to say that thing just because someone told it to you. That's it. <laughs> you nailed it. That's exactly it. I, I have no doubt that someone said, hey, have you ever thought about how big Mike Vrabel is before? <laughs> that is not a reason why he's not getting that's, a job. That's not why. Not, not a reason why. That's not why. I don't know why, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. but I know that that's not it. Seems like some fan base in about week 10 of next season is going to come screaming at their owner saying, we could have had Mike Vrabel. Who would you be more scared of? Dan Campbell or Mike Vrabel? Oh, great question. Um, Dan Campbell has enough uh, D- of that crazy yeah, vibe. Dan Campbell has more crazy in him than Mike Vrabel. Yeah. I'd be a little concerned about that. What's Dan Campbell's height? He's he's bigger than Vrabel for sure. 6'5", 265 is Dan Campbell. Yeah, he's, he's bigger than Vrabel. Yeah. Oh, does Dan Campbell have a wife? Yeah, he does. Look at that. 20 years. Holly Campbell. The pair of two children together, Cody and Piper. That's always the first thing, by the way. When you like Google a <laughs> yeah. guy, the, the next word that wants to fill in is always wife. Wife, girlfriend. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I've never, I've never heard him discuss his family. So I was like, okay. Because he's a football guy. Let he wants to talk this. about yeah. football. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's an NFL, another NFL thing um, as, we, as we look ahead here. Richard Deitch examines the question on The Athletic. Will there ever be a time in our life where the Super Bowl is behind a paywall, a streaming paywall? He offers this fake universe. Okay. The year is 2045, fourth week in February. After a grueling 21-week regular season and five rounds of the playoffs, the Super Bowl matchup is set. It's the Bills and the London Jaguars. (laughs) The NFL is anticipating 130 million viewers will stream the game on Netflix which serves as the exclusive home of the Super Bowl following a multi-billion dollar deal the company signed with the league in 2040. Those who don't have a subscription to the streaming service can pay $149 for a one-month trial that includes access to the game through one of Netflix's 10 megacast Super Bowl feeds. (laughs) One popular megacast option will be the Legends Room, where Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and C.J. Stroud interact live with viewers while watching the game. Adam Amin, Greg Olson... And Laura Rutledge will call the game on Netflix's main NFL channel. Does that sound far-fetched? Maybe not as crazy as it did five years ago, Josh. Yeah, not as crazy as it did five years ago. I still think because because Sunday's game is going to, I don't know what the record is. It's going to flirt with it. This is going to be the most watched Super Bowl in quite a long time. Because... Of the non-Super Bowl, the non-football people are interested in this. I just, yeah, like, it's the Super Bowl. It's mm-hmm. And you put it on network television, and the advertising the, the advertising dollars that you could sell on that, and every single year that happens, you could sell the idea that it's going to be the most watched thing on television for the entire year. Yeah. And it's going to be bigger and bigger every year. You could sell that idea, too. So it doesn't make any sense to put it on streaming, at the moment, I I mean the the Peacock game as a playoff game, um, the exclusive you know Dolphins Chiefs game they did on Peacock, like that makes sense as a really interesting like test market considering there's you know five other games that weekend and it's the Chiefs so it's a draw like in mm-hmm. its in its own like that's a that's a good test market and there's going to be more games streaming exclusively, but we're 
We are not anywhere close to the Super Bowl. No. I, I just... I, the popular... It, it, I, I don't know what it'll look like in 2045, but I don't. even that seems far-fetched for the Super Bowl to not be on network television. The popularity of the sport would have to wane a little bit, and whatever streaming service is going to put it on would have to grossly overpay for it. Yes. They'd have to make up for the fact that you were losing Uh some on network television. As long as it is the most watched program on television every year, it doesn't make sense to put it. Look at what has survived Mm -hmm. all of these years. Network television. It's been there since the start. It will always be there. It's free to users. Mm -hmm. And it's the most watched event of the year. And it has popularity across many things that aren't just sports, right? So it's just, it's it has the largest reach, and it's free, and it's the most watched thing. Of the, like, it's a match made in heaven, right? So it's not, like, we're, we're not headed down that road anytime soon. Now, if, if, you, if your response is, well, if you would have told me an NFL playoff game would be stream, streaming only five years ago, I would have said that you were an insane person. And to, to that, I understand that point. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand how much how different that is from the Super Bowl, which is a one-off event every single year that has a specific date that everybody plans for, and they take mm-hmm. the date like it's Super Bowl Sunday. It is not dependent on anything. It's not dependent on who's in the game. It's not dependent on it, – it's, it's going to happen. Mark it on your calendar every single year, and people plan their lives around it. And the entire rest of the sports world has planned their life around it too – and the entire rest of television has planned their life around it too. So it doesn't make any sense for the network to change it. Now, it, it doesn't make any sense. I guarantee within the boardrooms of Paramount, Universal, and ESPN Disney, someone has said, hey, what if we put the Super Bowl on our streaming service? Yeah. And they've been round, roundly shot down. Well, the math doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's why. And it won't make sense in 10 years either. <laughs> like, no, I, it, it just, it, it won't. Um, but like you said, if Netflix comes along and they're like, okay, here's the deal. $50 billion, Mr. Goodell. We want the Super Bowl. Okay. I guess I have to take this. I am interested. <laughs> I'm interested. But once again, you, you're, you're, you're shortening your scope. And you're limiting yourself in terms of ad revenue as well. And they have to, like Netflix has to, or whoever it is, has to pay that much money to make up for all the potential losses. It's like insurance, you know? So it just just wouldn't make any sense for either side. But talk to me again in 10 years and see what we look like at that point. All right, uh, a couple more things to get to before we uh, talk to Jacob Bigelow here, including a potential monumental... Um, decision yesterday invar- involving Dartmouth basketball. Finally, we get some real basketball talk. Next on 1620 The Zone.